it is it is a it is a pretty quick uh wrap up when you get yeah. down to these when you get down chapters. to the when you get down to it um yeah but you know what isn't quick what's that hey there everybody welcome back to pixel it my name is kevin and happy new year happy new year with me as always is phil hello and uh today we're finishing up bioshock rapture what a what a good way what a good way to ring in the new year ring with a in, conclusion yeah yeah ring in the new year uh, start the new year with an ending with the end of rapture that's we're good at this fine city under the sea oh so beautiful the sea lab I, why, why wouldn't why wouldn't anyone want to live there yeah why wouldn't anyone want to live in an objectivist paradise I mean, that is riddled with corruption and drug addicts. I mean, I wouldn't know anything about that. I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah, I have no idea what it's like to live in a kleptocracy that is basically corrupt as shit. Mm. The rich get richer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I'm not picking it up. I'm not picking up not what picking you're up. putting it. Yeah, I'm not picking it up. Yeah, and, and all of our new viewers have unsubscribed. Clicked off. <laughs> <laughs> If they're starting on episode six of Bioshock Rapture, that's true. They, yeah, we might. They, <laughs> you were lost to begin. You with, were lost my to begin with. I child. mean, come on. You, starting on a on an episode six, who does that? And it's our yeah. it's our only episode six thus far. This is like, it's true. Maybe are, that's why yeah, they were like, "What's this? What on? is this? this we is are mysterious. we are deep in the barrel of this book." <laughs> it's true. <laughs> You're hugging the bullet like this is this is about as far back as you go. Yeah. So chapter 18, that's where we left off. And yes, the, the chapter before there was a run on the bank. And now in chapter 18, there's a run on the Atlas. Yes. Hey. In a manner of speaking. Uh, it's a Diane McClintock chapter. Who, yeah, if, if you, they, which are kind of disproportionate in this section of the book, aren't they? Yeah. She suddenly starts popping up more and more. Uh, yeah. after being more of a secondary character in the first, I don't know, 300 pages of the book. Right, right. <laughs> she suddenly becomes a point of view character. <laughs> yeah, suddenly they're like, oh, sure, let's hear what she has to say. Um, you know, Diane. Diane. That, that, that character. His, Andrew Ryan's Gal Friday. Yeah, you know her. Or Gal Saturday by the time he shows up because he's yeah. always late. <laughs> he's always, he always, if he shows up at all. If he shows up at all, I mean, Diane, so we're back with Diane. Diane has been, um, she has had a rough go of it. She has. She's going to have some issues yeah. uh, for a little while. Yeah, she, um, the the last time we saw her, she was at a cafe, if I, if, yeah. if I recall correctly, and she, yeah, saw, she, she was... saw Atlas off in the distance. Exactly, um, yeah. At this point, um, she is really curious as to who Atlas is, and she wants to meet him. She's going to meet him because she needs to. Diane is a completely different woman than than she was at the beginning of the book. Uh, before, she was just kind of one of Ryan's hangers-on. Now, yeah. she has been... Um, she was brutalized uh, yes. during the attack on the on the party on new year's eve she had you know heavy facial scarring that j.s steinman had to uh repair and all that stuff mm -hmm. um and you know 
she and Andrew Ryan was also late to the party, which is. Yes. And the fact that they were the, the people who were marauding the party were probably coming for for him. him. And she's you know, the one and, that uh, took the bullet to the face or whatever. Exactly. She's scarred up on her face. She's she's no worse for wear, but she's she's pretty, pretty hurting. Yeah. Uh, as far as that's concerned, she's she's traumatized. She she's is. got a lot of trauma. Yeah. Um, and, and it seems to her, at least it. It's never so overtly stated, but it feels like it, it, she's looking for another person to like help her heal, basically. Uh, and and yeah. Atlas seems like the right guy. He seems like the kind of guy who, because Atlas does seem like a character who would want someone to sure. heal. <laughs> yeah, Atlas wants them to do well. The character of Atlas, which oh yes. Within the this, invention of yes, the invention of Atlas within this is a fiction, uh, as oh, we yes. all know. We all know that that Atlas is a fiction at this point. Um, so she she shows up to 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 where Atlas is is hiding out, and she comes down with some rapture dollars, and is basically yeah. just trying to throw the rapture dollars around, trying to pay her way in to yeah. see the man. Um, and it works. And it works. It works. It, it, you know, the even revolutionaries are not going to turn down cash. No. Even revolutionaries want the PlayStation 5. <laughs> and they've got all the time in the world to wait in line for it, but they don't have the cash. It's the opposite of, of many other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Revolutionaries have the time, but yeah. um, there's there's some interesting splicer characters um yeah in in this this brief scene that are working for atlas um one that keeps repeating the phrase uh tittle tattle tits which oh yeah <laughs> yeah liked that one i i you know that one tittle tattle tits went beyond a new t-shirt design for us i think that needs to be a tattoo <laughs> i'm gonna get that on a banner surrounding like right across the neck yeah, like a like an old timey knife with a banner going across it. Tittle tattle tits. Yep, yep, that's it. Um, that's it. The splicer, who's the extra bitch? Tittle tattle tits. The splicer asked in a scratchy voice, and that is almost Doctor Susian. If yeah, <laughs> with her tittle tattle tits, she served at the Ritz. <laughs> what? Would you like some bits? Said Tittle Tattle Tits. <laughs> Watch out. It's a flying Barbalo Schlitz. <laughs> this weird Jabberwockian creature flies by, honking like a trumpet. And that's and that's what the splicer is seeing in his head all <laughs> oh, fucking time. God, it's just Doctor. That's Seuss. why. That's why he is. Where he is. It's like, a, do you ever see? Did you you watched Thirty Rock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the episode where uh, uh, where Kevin is like he, he keeps seeing everything as um, as Muppets. Oh, okay. And uh, like, <laughs> yeah, and it just cuts back and forth from real Alec Baldwin to Muppet Alec Baldwin and. <laughs> Like that's that's what I imagine a splicer sees just <laughs> some Susian nightmare. A uh, Susian, uh, it's uh, everyone's favorite nightmare. Uh, Doctor Seuss does Iron Rand. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I refuse to believe that isn't a thing. 
Someone's done that. Someone has has done a a um uh a, the 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 call of the fountainhead or or yeah. uh oh, oh oh the parasites you'll drown. <laughs> Just oh yeah, that's got to be. I mean, we live in a world where even kids in the hall did the the Doctor Seuss Bible. Right. So uh, yeah, we've got to. Yeah, I believe that's got to be a thing. So. <laughs> so Diane makes her way down and she finally she gets to meet Atlas. Yeah. And um I don't know man like like you know we we're seeing more of Diane uh in in these past I'd say in the past like 100 pages or something like that yeah. not even that like 50 pages. We've seen way more of her than we had in the previous uh uh pieces of the uh, of the book. And with good reason, it makes sense. She's developing more. Uh, but in that time, I kind of respected what she was going through. Like I did. I respected what she was going through. Sure. Um, but this scene kind of makes me go, come on. Like yeah. she's just because 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 Atlas Atlas kind of strikes an inspiring figure at first. Sure. But well, basically what happens is she, she gets in this conversation with Atlas um, and he is, you know, he doesn't, they don't really go into a lot of the specific uh, proletariat kind of talk that he gets into. They don't, they don't, there are a lot, not a lot of quotes. They'll just say they talked about politics for a while, which I think at this point in the book is, is merciful because yeah. we're like, we're almost 400 pages in. Yeah. We don't, we know what his politics are. We don't need to we do can that. Skip That's it. fine. We can hit the fast yeah. forward button at this point. Yeah. That would have been a very uh, dead space <laughs> martyr move. And, and John Shirley knows better. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's fine. But what bugged me and maybe, maybe, maybe I'm alone in this, but what bugged me is he offered her, a, he offers her a cigarette and she's surprised to find that they're real cigarettes, like cigarettes from the surface world, right. like, like good Virginia tobacco yeah. or something like that. And, uh, and she marvels at that. And then he offers her a drink and it's good Irish whiskey mm -hmm. or Jameson, which is, which is good. Irish whiskey, yeah. I guess. But uh, you know, it, it's, it's, I don't know. I, that made me very like, what the fuck is like right. the worker, the working man guy. And where, he's got these yeah, where is that those are rich items. Yeah, exactly. It, she um she is not a she's not presented as a character who is who is going to put the dots together uh no and, and she doesn't even question it she That's doesn't the thing. because there's only there is as uh up to this point she she was she was with ryan all the time she knew right. probably knows a lot more about things like the situation for a, a you know the fontaine situation than she would have like a regular person would have. She probably would have known that he was the smuggler. Fontaine was the smuggler that got everything yeah. in. Um, and there's, yeah, this is a story of a working man. Atlas is right. the working man, the janitor who turned revolutionary, who is now has all these fine things. Right. Yeah. It doesn't add up. And, and that could, and that can even be a moment where you could like, she could be like, what are you, what's a, what's this poor guy you know, friend of the working man doing with all these things. And he says, oh, you know, Ryan's been getting this stuff. He's a total hypocrite and we steal it from him. Right. And portray him. Say, but they, they, that isn't even done. 
because she doesn't even have the curiosity to ask. And that's where I'm just like, oh, you kind of deserve everything you're going to get here. Like, she's not really. It, it feels like she isn't really paying attention. She's just kind of it feels like she's kind of desperate. Yeah. She, to have someone right. take care of her. Because all he does, he she says, you do well for revolutionary. And he says, yeah, I took it from one of Ryan's storerooms under Rapture. Oh, he does. Uh, well, then fuck me. Okay. Okay. But she, she, that's the, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't shoot up, but she doesn't push. She doesn't push. He's like, no, I used to sweep out a shop. I took it from the storeroom. That's it. Um, but that's kind of how it is for people. We, we, we kind of, we want she just, to, yeah, she takes the first answer and is like, yeah, yeah. that tracks. Um, right. all right. I was a little harsh on her, but my, my stance stance remains. <laughs> she could have, she could have blown up his spot right here, right now. And doesn't right. Right. Of course, it probably would have gotten her killed. <laughs> Very likely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And we need her alive for a little longer. We need her alive for a little bit more plot. A little more plot. <laughs> she, a lot. She a is little. She is 100%. Now, don't say this very often about the characters in this book. She is 100% a character who is only in service to the plot. She is not She is not yes. a character for a char- for her own character development's sake. She is she's a character that is like she has the she she grabs a uh, a, a rope and she is tugging the plot. <laughs> yeah. And and you know what? If there were more of them, I might complain. Yeah. But you know what? It's like, I think they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they have, they do. He does this. John Shirley does this so infrequently that you're like, okay, you know what? And let it, it's fine. Let it go. Yeah. 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 It's fine. It's, it's good. You know, she's, she has a, she has a little plot boulder with uh, exposition pebbles uh, right. rolling off <laughs> right exactly exactly that she's rolling down the hill <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly what it is so yeah but it's fine. fine it's fine fine meanwhile we got some um and this is going to be and i'll talk about it more when we when we wrap up um is so we're we got um we got Tenenbaum, and she's looking more at the little sisters. And this is good for mm. Tenenbaum's development. But um, it seemed like this was, I think this Subject 15 is the, um, Subject 15 is the, the one from Bioshock 2 specifically. Okay. Um, if if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I could be mistaken. But anyway, this is another little section where we we get more into Tenenbaum's uh, Tenenbaum's character development as she unravels more and more of that icy cold heart. Um, it's yeah. revealed in this scene that she is not in fact um, she's not in fact German. Uh, right. She's Belarusian, which is. Belarus, um, Bel- yeah, Belarusian something. Belarusian, yeah. um, yeah, Belarus. So she is from Belarus originally, and Belarus, if I look up on the map, is a country <laughs> uh, because it's totally, it's totally a country. It is a country. It is located yep. uh, smack dab in between Poland and Russia. Yeah. So. Bridget Tenenbaum, I take back the ac- the accusations that you are a German. I do not take back the accusations that you are a Nazi. 
You don't get to have everything. You don't get to you don't get to have your experiments on people and your innocence too. It's they're <laughs> they're pretty Nazi-ish. Uh, 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 kind of Nazi like, you, you know, you, you gotta you, yeah. you know, Nazi's gonna Nazi and Nazi's gonna Nazi. And we can't really um I mean sure she maybe she has reform she is this is her process of reforming um because sure. she was a girl she's a little girl when she was uh captured by the nazis and then uh she became started like working for them and all that stuff but still right um right. yeah she, her 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 grinchian heart is starting to in keeping with the theme of dr seuss is is starting to grow uh three sizes <laughs> right right she's she's you know, she's remembering, she remembers back to a past where her father was taken away from her uh, and uh, and it basically informs what she wants to be now, which is a mother to these, the little sisters. Sure. Yeah, okay. She, subject, she, yeah, in subject 15, she basically stops the conditioning process of subject right. 15. And she's like, yeah, I can't do it anymore. So this is basically, this is her line. This is her, uh, we must draw the line here. Um, Picard <laughs> moment. <laughs> no father. Um, no father. Um, yeah. And then we're uh, we're back and we got we got some public address stuff going on. Yeah. What is the yeah. difference between a man and a parasite? <laughs> oh man, it's they got plenty of this, don't they? Like they, I, I respect it. I really do, um, because it's effective. What basically, what you know, we've got Bill uh, walking the streets, and it's another like broadcast of uh, you know, Randian yeah politics from Andrew Ryan, just aural uh, bullshit coming out the speakers, right? right. <laughs> and and it's and it's like. It's 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 good writing because I remember reading this and going, oh, Jesus Christ, another fucking. Adri oh, OK, actually, that makes sense because that's the beginning of fascism. That's the beginning of totalitarianism, dictatorship. Right. It's all you know, that, that's a classic, you know, the you, you know, the 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 rules are being drilled into your ear constantly. It, the propaganda right. is constant. And it's and Bill is over. He it. is over. It. He is 100 percent over it. He's just on his way to go talk to Sully, to Sullivan. Mm -hmm. he, nobody calls him Sully, but I'm going to I'm going to call him. Sully. Hi, we, we've been calling him Sully here and there, and I think we should keep it. Up because yeah, he seems like a nice guy. And when you get past all the horror, when you get past the terrible things that he does, uh, yeah. he seems to be just a, a heartbroken alcoholic. Who that's uh, that's really what it comes down to, doesn't it? Who just wants to just he would like to do the right thing. Doesn't do it that often, but you know, he's he wants to do the right thing and then he doesn't. He wants to do that. And the guilt is uh manifests itself in his horrible alcoholism. So absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and he just he's just not doing so good. And and actually Bill's on his way to basically to check up on him. Yeah. Yeah. Because he hasn't been he hasn't been so good ever since uh they busted up that orphanage and he got an eyeful of what uh, was going on there. And then Ryan went ahead and said, yeah, we're going to keep this up. Yeah, we're going to we're going to we're going to keep this 
we're gonna keep this going. And and uh, Sullivan is trashed when when Bill yeah. gets there. He is. He sure is. <laughs> he is. He is not half in the bag. He is. He's gone through the bag and is probably halfway into another one. <laughs> right. He's gone through the bag and out the other side. He is. He is, and it's not one of those. Not not just a paper bag. I'm talking about like a reusable shopping bag that you get at at Publix. He chewed chewed through nylon. (laughs) He chewed and your and your wine not wine tote bag that you bought. Yeah, and and then he then he vomited up on your NPR canvas tote and yeah, the one that you pledged fifty five dollars fifty five dollars for it. And sure, when it came, it had like. A reusable wine stopper in it, but you know you never used it. <laughs> no, absolutely not, because that's silly. Oh gosh! So yeah, he's basically he's hammered. Uh, <laughs> he's not doing great. Um, and uh, and he's yeah. he's playing for Bill a uh, Anna Culpepper recording. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And at first you're like, what the? Because he's he's it, it, it's it's. You get the it's it's given this level of gravity at first where he's like, I've got to show you something. And it's and basically it's Anna Culpepper uh, doing a song. It, it, she's getting her Bob Dylan on. Right. Uh, basically, she's she's in there uh, talking shit about, you know, Ryan and the government and everything like that. And you're like, well, what's the big deal? This is this is absolutely something we've covered. Right. <laughs> you know, like. Why does this matter? Um, and uh, Sullivan keeps on. He's he's basically he's noticing that people are being trapped and disappeared. Yeah. And tortured. Right. Uh, and he's he's letting Bill know that he, you know, and, and, and starts implying how much he has to do with it. And Bill, Bill shocks me a little bit here. Right. Uh, but doesn't. Yeah. At the same time, because he talks about torture and Bill says, well, maybe they had it coming. Which does feel like a which feels like a desperate like grasp yeah. because that feels like a guilty conscience. You're letting me down, Bill. Honest. Yeah, yeah, Bill. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, so yeah. He, oh, because they talk, and then he admits that he knows about Sander killing people. Yeah, <laughs> that Sander's that been was, doing. Like, like that's like that was one thing that even I was just like, oh shit! I kind of assumed that no one knew about that one. Uh, but Ryan's been protecting him because he's his friend. Yeah, and and Sander is so far off the deep ends uh, oh, yeah. with yeah. the Adam stuff, and just just uh, well beyond. Um, he was already a little off his his rocker to begin a with. Little, yeah, um, and now we're at a point where yeah, he's just been straight up murdering people. Um, right, and then. Uh, yeah, so he, you know, he's at. Bill is concerned that Ryan is taking Adam, and and Sullivan's like, nah, nah, he's he's just drinking a lot more. He's not taking right. Adam, and <laughs> thank thank God for for small favors, yeah. you know. He, exactly. So, and then Sullivan finally admits. Um, so me having to protect that little prick Cohen, Sullivan growled. That extends to Ryan giving me orders to, and his voice broke. He reached over and picked up the red and black knit, knit blanket, clutched it to his chest. Pretty, pretty, isn't it? When I was done with her, I left her as she was in the bath bathroom, naked in the tub. And it's his, uh, this is his admission that he has murdered Anna Culpepper 
for just she all she was doing was singing songs, making fun of Ryan and Sander Cohen. Yeah. And yeah. Ryan ordered Sullivan to go murder her. <laughs> and yeah. And basically the entire scene. The entire scene is like a setup like Sullivan is so in his feelings for having to had have to do this. The reason he's playing these songs for Bill is he's like trying to get somebody like Bill on his side to be like, yeah, you're right. You you were justified in killing her. It's all right. Sure. It's all right, Sullivan. You were you did the right thing. And Sullivan's like, but look at this. Listen to this song. She's she's terrible, isn't she? Doesn't that deserve something? And um, yeah, he's um, and, and even and and even as he's saying this, even as he's like. Um, trying to get this sort of reaction he himself is not buying it like it feels like as he's unfolding it he's just going no no and and he basically tells uh bill that he's planning on ending it all yeah yeah sullivan's gonna sullivan basically just says yeah that's that's it for me that's a picture wrap yeah. <laughs> i'm just and 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 then bill does the right and noble thing uh, by sitting with him and talking to him about his escape plan and that maybe he can like live a new life and do better and, and put these demons behind him. No, I'm sorry. I, I got that wrong. He la- he, leaves. he leaves. He just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets the thing. He says, my name's Paul and this shit's between y'all. And he fucking goes. Bill. Bill, one act of like kindness. Bill. <laughs> Jesus, Bill. He's like you're. You've known this guy for ten years. Sure, he's a murderer. He's sure he's a murderer. But the man that you, uh, you have been hyping up, Andrew Ryan, ordered your friend to kill somebody else. The only reason Bill isn't a murderer is because Ryan didn't see him as valuable for doing that. Right. They they're both being used by Ryan for the same, you know, for the same ends and the same, you know, everything. Right. Uh and Bill but Bill is being used in a different way. They're both two different tools, yep. but they're both being used in the same way. So it's they're both so there no one's no one's guilt free here exactly uh so he leaves he man. leaves and he bill you dirty he son splits. of a bitch. he said i have i have to go see a man about a horse and he yeah <laughs> <laughs> he pieces out he goes damn um it's like, all right <laughs> thanks thanks for helping out thanks for helping uh, uh cool cool beans um, Jesus. So we uh, we get back to Bridget Tenenbaum, and she's uh, she's she's taking a she's she's drinking some vodka. She's yeah, and this is not just like a she's basically in Ryan Plasmids, um, and she's not in there. She's almost not in there voluntarily anymore. Um, no, as part of her job. Um, yeah. So basically she's she's trying to uh con the guards and what what is she actually trying to accomplish here I forget. Uh, uh she's she's on her way she, she needs to get past, she wants to get the girls out. Oh, that's right. And not her titties. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Uh oh she she's she's 
she is on her way to rescue the little sisters because she has her guilt has turned her inside out and she has gone full on mother hen uh, with these girls and she wants to rescue them. So, yeah, she she basically takes a bottle of vodka. She's trying to seduce these guards that are that are like, you know, running the play. You know, she, right. she works there, but they're like, you're not supposed to be here at this time. What are you doing? Yeah. You're no one in or out. And she tells them she wants to have a shower with them, mm. um, which I remember being a young security guard. Uh, and uh, that would have been great. <laughs> That that would have been, been fine. That would have been the easiest way to get you. It would have worked. Oh, it would have worked. Yeah, absolutely. Would I? Don't. Yeah, come on. Any one of you who read this section and were like, "Oh, come on!" Some random Belarusian chick shows up out of the darkness with a bottle of vodka and says, "I want to take a take a shower with you and your friend." How do you fall for that? Judge not, lest thou be judged, my friends. <laughs> I would have gone with that, and I wasn't even living in a libertarian hellscape. It was 2008. <laughs> Things were nearly as bad as they are now. We were, but yeah. So she she's seducing them. They, they're not going for it, really. They're kind of going for it, but it's not going well enough. And so she says, "All right, well, we'll at least have a have a drink." And she's got this bottle of vodka, and uh, and they go great. And so she says, "Drink this and meet me in the showers." And they go great. And she drinks, they, they drink from the bottle of vodka and almost instantly, boom, they go out because we find out she has laced the vodka with sleeping pills. So, yeah, they're, they're they are not getting their shower time with. They are not. If they're going to shower with anybody, it's each other. And you know what? <laughs> it's fine. It gets lonely under the sea. And, uh, and so they they. She she basically she wants to sneak the girls out and she wants to clear the slugs from their bodies right. so they go back to being regular uh, non atom sucking uh, 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 little girls. Right. That's the plan. Uh, atom so factories, that's, that's basically. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, and they they escape off into an abandoned dormitory. Um, which is more or less where you find them in the first Bioshock. You ultimately end up at some in some dormitory when you when you when you do meet up with Tenenbaum and and the uh, yeah. little sisters. Um, all right, Andrew Ryan, the man, the myth, the legend. Oh God, here we go. The great man. Uh, the great man. Yeah. So uh, so he's. Uh, he's basically just recording onto his his little box. Uh, Lamb yeah. is Lamb is out and in the streets, um, and uh, he's interrupted by uh, Doctor Suchong. Yeah, yeah, Suchong, fucking asshole! Like he just <laughs> that fucking little dickweed. Like he's just he's just always. He is so transparently uh, mercenary uh, and will turn on you in a fucking split second and no one seems to give a shit. Uh, but yeah, so Ryan, he, he basically is uh, seeing Sushong about uh, a loophole. Right. 
in uh, the plasmid users trying to come up with something in uh, the plasmid powers that would make them open to mental suggestions. Right, which is something that Fontaine had been had been wanting to work on for a very long time. Right. Um, and so Su Chong is like, eh, it's it's possible. Um, yeah. And he's like, Ryan's like, what does Tenabom think? And Su Chong's like, ah. She's gone. <laughs> she may have left and she may have taken all the little sisters with her. <laughs> right. this, is, this is how Ryan finds this out. Yeah, it's, it's kind of beautiful. Ryan has the nobody tells me anything moment. You know, I was like, do my coworkers not respect me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a great way to find uh, that out. Because he had no idea. No one told him shit. Uh, because everybody is jumping ship, basically. Yeah. Um, but but all the same, they need more little sisters. So uh, that's they got to they got to come up with some sort of plan. And uh, and then finally, uh, at the end, this is this was a. Uh, a nice moment. I, I quite liked uh, Ryan gets a note uh, delivered to him uh, from Sullivan. Yep. And and it says, don't think you'll see me alive again, sir. I plan a quick get together with a bullet. Can't live with what I've done. She had the cutest little red and black jacket. Here's a tape might clue you in on why Jasmine Jolene moved out, why she's been ducking you. Owe you that, I guess. Great man. Now I owe myself something else. A little drinky, a little bye-bye. Bye-bye, great man. <laughs> Which, Sn- I love that. Sneak a little drinky past great <laughs> man. Snickety-do. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that, they, they, they are. Uh, so Sullivan, we can assume, is gone. And now Ryan has a tape and we do not know yet what is uh, what on is on that, that tape. tape but i have a yeah. feeling what is on that tape um yeah especially if it involves young uh jasmine jolie yeah meanwhile begging of you meanwhile please don't steal my kids yes oh there's a there's a little kitty in the background i see the little kid oh. poke poking that head there's- out there's little miss ripley <laughs> she's, she's that's a sleepy little, little kitty She's a sweet pea. Aww. She's she's getting so fat. <laughs> she's not fat. She's just she she is greedy for food. Uh, she bullies her older brother for his food, and uh, and she has gotten distinctly roly poly. And uh, I love that about her. But she's just a little chunker. Yeah. So meanwhile, that brings us to Arcadia chapter 19. Yeah. Where uh, Bill and his wife are out on a jolly stroll, except now there's like it's gone from Arcadia is this beautiful park to Arcadia is um, where all the uh, drug addicts shoot up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like literally there's syringes on the ground. (laughs) Yeah. And and their daughter fucking disappears. Yeah. Like briefly just disappears away. They're looking all over for her. They find her. Someone's been snatching up kids, though. Right. And based on the fact that uh, Ryan has made a point of saying we need more little sisters. Now, these other ones are gone. Yeah. And we can kind of guess what almost happened to Elaine and Bill's kids. Is that? Yeah. Is that Ryan has some 
some dudes on his payroll just out and about uh, yep. snatching kids. Um, absolutely. Because absolutely. That's what the market demands. That's 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 <laughs> what the market wants. That's what the great chain requires and of him. <laughs> that's exactly it. The great chain requires you to steal children. You're like, well, it's a weird great chain, man. I don't know. There's a market for kidnapping in the free market. Uh, <laughs> that's where things have gone. Um, Adam Smith is just kind of like off on the side, like, mm, okay, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, huh. <laughs> what, what did adam smith write that book is that like oh gosh oh, uh, the wealth of nations right my god that was i mean okay here we go the wealth of nations that was because now i have to know i was uh, well 1776 Seven, oh well uh, look at that hmm. there you go perfect yeah was that oh it works on a lot of levels yeah Let's see. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to get into that right now. Um, yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, uh, yeah. Economists. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Cramer is on CNBC right now saying bye on kidnappings. <laughs> yeah. If you're not kidnapping, you're a fool. Standing in his. <laughs> it's open season on kidnapping. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi is just standing there saying, "Who, yeah. who are we to pass a bill banning yeah. kidnapping? Yeah. It's an it's a free market." <laughs> In the interview, she's saying, "Look, I don't like kidnapping. I've I've gone on record several times saying I don't like, I don't it, like kidnapping. But I think it's wrong. But if I help to pass a bill that'll stop people from kidnapping, aren't I as bad as the kidnapper?" <laughs> And we're all going. What the fuck are you talking about? And 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 uh, and Mitch McConnell is just like standing over there, going like this, <laughs> <laughs> just just doing a Mr. Burns impression. <laughs> uh, strap in, kids. There is no hope. Strap in, kids. Uh, <laughs> what did I see? I saw a tweet the other day. Someone said you may have even sent this to me. I don't remember. And it said. Uh, what was it? it said uh, when I grow up, it's just December and it's seventy degrees. You're not growing up. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, that's that's frightening. Everything's fine. Everything's, Everything's fine. fine. Everything's fine. fine. I got a nice fire going in the background. Look at that. Look at that. Isn't that calm? And look at this kitten. Yeah, there's a kitten. Isn't that calming for those of you just listening on the the podcast. Uh, there's there's a kitten sleeping behind Phil, and there's a mm -hmm. roaring fire in the background. Um, yeah. uh, on uh, on my screen, everything's fine. everything is fine. I'm literally the everything's fine dog right now. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> He's even wearing the hat. It's 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 all there. That dog wear a hat. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, mean we're at Fort Frolic now, and we get the introduction of the Gatherer's Garden. Which is the automated, yeah. it's like the automated um, uh, atom selling, uh, oh, that's a big yawn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the automated atom selling um, 
machines that we see in the game. Uh, yeah. That whenever we get a new plasmid, it's it's from the Gatherer's Garden. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, and uh, it's and who's who's hanging out there? Uh, it's it's Andrew Ryan. Oh, oh, at and Fort Frolic. Yeah, at Fort Frolic, he's heading into the strip club, uh, and he's uh, ba- basically we find out that uh, yeah, Sullivan's uh, uh, suicide note included a recording of Jasmine admitting that she had given away uh, his child yeah. uh, to Fontaine. Uh, so uh, Ryan uh, does what a lot of people would do in a situation like that, uh, and he chokes her out. He murders her. He murders the shit out of her. murders the shit out of her murders the shit out of her her eyes pop out yeah yeah which is he's it literally the section ends with him with his oh big, big yawn uh, you're, you're not you're not allowed to be in the show anymore it's it's too difficult uh no he 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 it, it ends with her eyes bulging out as he just chokes her to death yeah uh is it, you know, and you have to wonder where, what is Ryan's concern? Is it because, and, and I'm not, I'm not saying he has no reason to be concerned. Sure. I just wonder for a guy like Ryan in the world that he's in right now, what is his concern? Is it, is it that his child was stolen from him? Is it that it was his son? That's my blood. I want a son. Is it that it was given to Fontaine? Is it, that like this is his enemies now have something on him. Is it all of the above? Like it, it, it with with Ryan's mental state, it's just very. It would be. I, I found it very interesting to think about that and be like, why, 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 why yeah. is it? What is the specific you know? thing that is that is tilting him right here? Uh, right. He just says you sold my child to Tenenbaum to Fontaine, and yeah, yeah. I mean. Mm. It's interesting. It is interesting. Anyway, he uh, murders the shit out of her, and we're at... Anyway, she's (laughs) dead. She's dead. dead. Jasmine Jolene, uh, page whatever, 30 to page 396, uh, RIP Jasmine Jolene. She's in heaven smoking blunts. (laughs) She is in heaven smoking blunts and pouring one out uh, for for Sullivan and... um, uh, oh, well, Sully. a few other he's up there with, with a few other characters that are going to be joining right quick. I like, I like to imagine in he- in heaven that that uh, Jasmine and Jolene and Sullivan are dating and having a really nice. Time. Yeah, they're having a sharing up two bedroom apartment. Yeah, they're having a great old time um, in a in a neat in a, in a nice upper middle class section of heaven. Yeah, because, yes, class still exists in heaven. Um, so now, uh, uh, Bill is just hanging out with Ryan, Ryan, yeah. fresh off some fresh off a murder bill, fresh off knowing Ryan has ordered murders. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It cuts directly <laughs> to this lovely family stroll. <laughs> this family stroll bill and his family with Ryan just strolling strolling along right after his 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 hands still swollen with blood from from the the physical exertion it takes to end someone's life with your hands yeah 
uh, it, it's just, it, it, yeah. So they're, <laughs> they're surrounded by security. And basically it's like a whole, like the whole point is like Ryan wants them to do this, to show every, everyone, everything's still normal. Everything's fine. Look, there's Andrew Ryan and, and his top, top engineer, Bill. Yeah. He's, he's walking down the street as if nothing's happened, except for the fact that he's surrounded by a small army. Yeah. Yeah. Everything seems fine Everything from his point of view. Okay. Meanwhile, cool. most of this though is Bill internal his like his internal plans of how mm-hmm. is he gonna he's decided he's gotta get out of Rapture. Um and yeah. him and Roland Wallace have figured out a plan. Uh they're gonna execute a plan in in escaping Rapture. Uh Bill, Roland, and Bill's family are mm-hmm. just gonna GTFO. Um, yeah. by, by grabbing one of the bathospheres and just, um, I believe it was to, they were going to get out, uh, from the lighthouse is, is what they determine. Is there, is there a kitty yeah. now walking on the table? The, the cat, for those of you following along, the cat has, uh, progressed to the top of the computer. Oh, look at that. Where she hangs out now. Yeah. She, they, they, she and her brother, uh, swap between the little bed we made back there. <laughs> Uh, so the computer. No, oh. where she can. I. Re- yeah. She's like, I don't really want the pets right now. Yeah, she's like, thank you, but no. Thank you. I'm sleeping. Don't touch me. Your company is is nice, but not required. <laughs> that's, that's basically that's basically having a cat. <laughs> someone 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 described uh, having a cat. Uh, the, the best way to learn consent is to have a cat. Yeah. Uh, and that is absolutely true because yeah. they will tell you if they don't want to be petted or something like Cat. that. It's not like a dog where they're basically always down yeah. uh, for petting and for, for playing and that kind of thing. That was not, no one informed my fiance of that. She is a dog person. She did not know that cats were not always down. They to- are not always down. Meanwhile, dogs nope. are just like, all you gotta, all you gotta do is like, oh, who's my buddy? And the dog is yeah, in. Is- Everything, everything, you know, everything and everything all at once, anything and everything. Uh, yeah, it's their advantages and disadvantages to both. Uh, when it comes down to cats, I choose style. Uh, that's really what it is. They're stylish animals. They are very They're stylish. Stupid, but stylish. <laughs> so anyway, um, they, they, yeah, they're planning on getting out of Dodge. They've got, they've got a whole plan figured out. Uh, and uh, while he's ruminating on that, two big daddies uh, pass by, each with a little sister. And one of them, it turns out, uh, he gets a good look at her, and she is Masha. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you who don't remember, what, what was the name of the family? Uh, I forgot already. Uh, I want to say it was like Lutz or something like that. The Lutzes, thank you. Yes. Um, the, the, the family that uh, had uh, the daughter disappeared on them and everything like that. Right. Uh, that is, this is, this is Masha and she has indeed become a little sister. Uh, and Bill and Elaine both see it and uh, kind of do a, they, they do their best. We'll find out later that yeah. <laughs> Bill's, Bill's going to do his best to pretend that he didn't. Yes, exactly. At least for Elaine's for sake. For Elaine's sake. Um, yeah. uh, we're back with uh, Andrew Ryan. And he yep. is, uh, he's, he's having himself some martinis, which is uh, mm-hmm. the beverage of choice for every rich man alcoholic in the 1950s Absolutely. and 60s. 
bowl of loudmouth soup. Absolutely. Just, just, uh, just slurp down martinis. Yeah. Onion, yeah. olive, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's it's it, at this point. Let's face it. It's gin that vermouth is within ten feet of. That is what he is drinking. He's drinking gin. There's a bottle of vermouth on the table over over right. there. He pours the gin. He looks at the vermouth. That's a martini. That's what he's a having. Quick tip of the hat to the vermouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I literally I remember I remember my friend's dad when I was in high school, he taught me how to make a martini uh, and he literally took the bottle of vermouth like it was a bottle of cologne. Like you put your finger over the top and he turns it over and then he puts it back up. There's like a drop on his finger and he kind of flicks it into the martini. Yeah. And that was how he made a martini. Um I was raised by a lot of drunk adults. <laughs> I'm starting to realize. It's starting to put it together that. Surrounded by a lot of. Come here. Ugh. Surrounded by a lot of drunk adults. Yeah, just, uh, just she, sit there, cat. Just She doesn't know what she wants. Hi, say hi. That's, that's pretty much 100% a cat. It, I, she is. She is. Not entirely. Not so decisive on what, no. <laughs> what she wants. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't know what you. Oh, here's what it is. I don't have the other earphone and in, and she sees she it. She sees and it, and that it. is no. that is something that she wants absolutely to destroy. Yeah. <laughs> so Brian is having himself a. Uh, he's having he's having a drink, and uh, he gets another letter. And what a f- how fun for him, by the he way. He just gets he's letters. So many letters. Don't you don't you wish. I wish that there was an entire system of pneumatic tubes. Oh my god! Everywhere, I Dude. love the pneumatic tube as a as a as an idea. Like I love it more than email. Like I. Oh my god! No, I would do that. If I, I if I that. had the means to have an office space, but we used pneumatic tubes. Oh my 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 fireplace. Oh no! Oh no! Hold on! I, I gotta. I gotta hold on. I gotta I gotta uh, reignite. You need fire, please. Yeah, reignite the fire. I'm tearing. Ah, yeah. I'm tearing up some some kindling now, and and yeah. and uh, fire. Oh, it's roaring. It's again. roaring again. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. You're very good at that. Yeah, it's like a magic wand. Sometimes I feel. Yeah. You know? It's just. I mean, you've got to be part Scandinavian. Yeah, I it's think just, that's. I think that's comes so naturally. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he gets a Dear John letter from Diane McClintock. <laughs> yeah. And she tells, she just, she basically just, just no, no great reveal uh, for us. No, we know. But it's, it, it's, but, but she just, just to say, I'm hanging out with Atlas now and your days are numbered and go fuck yourself. It's very satisfying for her to be it like, is. hey, like, you're a piece of shit, you know? Um, we all want to write that letter. <laughs> We all want to write that letter, and sometimes we can, sometimes we can't for whatever reason, but we all want to write that letter. So, yeah, Ryan uh, flips his shit, and uh, and uh, what does he, he throw? He throws the drink, throws, doesn't he? throws his glass uh, so that smashed on the big uh, picture window fragments of wet, broken glass sliding down the glowing spires of the city. And what better way to, to bring on the last chapter of the book 
than Andrew Ryan throwing a conniption like the bad guy at the end of an 80s movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. He is he is uh at this point he's he's what's his name? Uh the guy from uh Wall Street. Um Yeah, uh Gordon Nicko- Gecko. Yeah, he's basically Gordon Gecko. Um yeah. you know, standing over New York City. Um Though Gordon was Gordon Gecko the bad guy in Wall Street or was he like a fake I for, I haven't seen Wall Street. I've it was I haven't I haven't seen that in a thousand years. But that was that was a uh, uh, Michael Douglas's character. Michael yeah. Douglas, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Gordon Gecko. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But it, was he the villain? I think so. Yeah, yeah pretty sure okay. he was the greed is good guy. Greed is, greed is good, which is Andrew yeah. Ryan's personal. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> that was the eighties, man. That was a, a big resurgence of that kind of attitude. So yeah, greed is good. That speech is. I mean that that is basically lifted from a passage in the Fountainhead. Uh, oh, okay. So yeah, it it yeah that that was that was all. That's that's another one. We should we could come up with like a viewing party of different movies that are related to this yeah. kind of thing. That actually might be fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, a playlist. A playlist of movies to watch. If you if you want more nightmare libertarian dystopias, you might also enjoy. <laughs> world's worst recommendation system <laughs> right yeah <laughs> here's what you, not to if do if you want more read the fountainhead yeah <laughs> american psycho <laughs> actually yeah that's that's pretty much i mean yeah, yeah pretty good follow pretty good follow-up um all right so we're in uh we're, we got another bill chapter and he's with yes. he's with mr karlofsky yeah, they're doing some maintenance, maintenance work. Uh, Good old maintenance work. Yeah, and he's and uh, so he sees the um, basically they see the the big daddy and little sister, and it's Masha again. Um, yeah. and he's like, <laughs> Bill's like, you know what? I'm gonna try to to rescue this girl. Which what the fuck, Bill? He like, somehow gets Karlowski to like help him. <laughs> yeah which is yeah. really and this is really surprising all of this by the way yeah he says i want i'm gonna go and save this girl all of this after a splicer attacks the little girl and the big daddy just destroys just it blows the shit out of this this splicer yeah yeah we get a visual physical demonstration of how dangerous this thing is. And that's when Bill goes, yeah, I think I'm going to go and try to save the little Karlowski. You got the, you can handle the big daddy, right? Right. <laughs> like you dirty motherfucker. And, and, but, but in all, but, but to be fair, Karlowski isn't very bright either. So he decides to shoot at the big daddy, basically just distracted. He's not, he doesn't think he's actually, going he doesn't to think it's actually going to do anything. He just, un- no. he just starts opening up, firing on it with his Tommy gun. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he gets he gets him. Uh, Bill grabs the little sister, but is attacked by the big daddy. The big daddy realizes pretty quickly the ruse uh, that has been played before him, uh, and knocks out Bill. Doesn't kill him. No. Uh, knocks his ass out, and uh, Bill and Karlovsky escape somehow. Uh, but so does the little sister. And presumably the big daddy goes, you know, after the little yeah. sister to make sure she's all right. Yeah. You know, she, instead of dealing with these. Idiots. Right. So ba- yeah. Bill picks her up for like a second. Big daddy yeah. is on him. 
like a split second later and knocks him out. There's there's yeah. no way that they are going to be able to handle this. Um, it's it was truly a <laughs> what the fuck is the plan, Bill? <laughs> and Karlovsky's like, you're going to get me killed. He's like, you're going to get me killed. All right, I'll help you. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> and and then we get a new section. And and Kevin, I can't tell you how much I missed Doctor Stein. Doctor Stein. <laughs> we get a kind of a basically pointless, a random Doctor, like unneeded Doctor Stein unneeded? section. <laughs> but but wasn't it though? Wasn't it though? It's just it, it's like. If I if they were making a film adaptation of Bioshock or something like that, and they said, hey, Phil, you can audition, you can throw in your hat, play any of these characters. I'd be going for Dr. Steinman. Yeah. I want to play Dr. You Steinman. Know, it's, you know who Dr. Steinman is? He is hmm. the Surgeon General from Escape from L.A. Bruce Campbell's yeah. character from from John Carpenter's Escape from L.A. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's just such a he's such a hammy he's such a there's not a piece of like it's it's not a long section no it's it's hold on hold on it's four yeah it is a it's like a three-page section total and by the end of it none of the scenery is unchewed uh he just he's it's such an over-the-top scene he's having it's 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 so basically he's operating on this one it, it's it's grotesque and horrifying by the way yeah. but it is also campy and insane yeah uh the the camp factor like the 80s cheesy it is it is raimi sam raimi horror film levels of yeah. of beyond reanimator it's like, like that gore slapstick you know exactly exactly uh, and so he's operating on a woman who very likely doesn't want to be there. And we find out, in fact, that he he does not get a lot of paying patients anymore. So he's got to pay to get some splicers to to test out his abilities on. Uh, and I, I so here this this section uh, stuck out to me. He still had Chavez's face in a refrigerator somewhere, along with some others he would peeled off and saved in preservative jars. Faces from patients who'd given their lives for his perfect fusion of art and science. He really must try to organize his preserved faces with a filing system. <laughs> and it's like, he, he treats these faces the way I do my Warhammer figures. Yes. I'm like, I gotta find out a way to like, like set these up, you know, like these yeah, like, filing uh, system. Like, you know, the space Marines and we got the... Yeah. I got my, here's my Marine section. We got some Tau over here, a couple of Nids. You know, it's pretty good. Cool. What am I talking about? I, my my Tyranids would be the biggest section. Uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Bioorganisms. Am I right, people? And uh, <laughs> oh, he, I, he does have a nice moment where he's like, he talks about uh, maybe he'd get to do another collab with uh, Sander <laughs> Cohen. Another YouTube collab with Sander Cohen. <laughs> Right. Like they've been working together and he like he talks about he's like maybe but he dismisses the idea of doing another one because he sees Cohen as completely insane. Oh, he he sees Cohen as insane. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Steinman. He's like he just he goes he's, he's like he's like, yeah, because they've worked together and he goes, I'll tell you one thing about that Sander Cohen. He's nuts. And like that's yeah. He, and he's also yeah. doing a uh, he's also doing a voice recording. This is actually one of the. 
this is actually one of the audio journals, like word for word that you find in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If I recall correctly. And he's talking to this girl, this, this woman that he has on the table where he's going to like cut off her face and then regrow her face using Adam yeah. and then cut into it again. And he's like, he's, he's thinking of himself as Picasso basically. Right. Yeah. It, it, I recognize that section too. He, he talks about, uh, the basically the evolution of one's art yeah. and he sees yeah you're right he sees himself as a, a picasso figure the old spaniard uh, yeah yeah uh and then the patient dies on him and uh and he loses his shit and just kind of like it, it's it's like he absent-mindedly mutilates the body uh the way that a kid would doodle incoherently on a notebook when they're bored He's just slicing little. Yeah, he's carving things into the body, and it, it it's it is. It's not great. It's upsetting. It's not great. No, not great, Phil. No, um, no. not he's my favorite character. Not not uh, too happy with the descriptions. Not going to repeat them. It was. It was. It was. It is. It is <laughs> deeply upsetting. Even for me, I'm a I'm a horror fanatic. You know that. I I read a lot of horror. I write a lot of horror, and and that I was like, oh, okay. Ah. Uh. This guy, who John Shirley's got some, got some, some good darkness in yeah, him. Yeah, uh, he is. It worked out nicely. He is harnessing that darkness very well. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Putting it out to the page. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Meanwhile. 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 Uh, back at Fighting McDonough's, uh, Bill has, um, uh, Bill is talking to Redgrave about, um, basically the, there's there's a there's a door open. Redgrave is there to investigate something, I believe. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the doors is open at Fighting McDonough's Bar, uh, which is where the Lutzes were living. They were the parents right. of uh, Masha, and basically they go in there. Redgrave goes in there with with Bill, and they find that the Lutzes have committed suicide together. Yes. Yeah, they've they've left a note. Essentially, uh, saying they saw every- Masha out and they the saw Masha turned into a little sister out in the street. Yeah, and they just couldn't deal with it, and they offed themselves. So that's a it's a that's another really effective moment. Yeah, yeah, and Redgrave is uh, Redgrave is not uh, too happy about it. You know, he's no, no, <laughs> neither is Bill because Bill, Bill already he's already desperate to leave. Like the chapter opens with him talking about. I got to get the fuck out of here. Like it's, it's gotta be any day now. It's gotta be any minute now that we're finally leaving. Yeah. Like it took him so long to get to the point, And now that he's there, he cannot wait to go. And this is just another nail in that coffin. Yeah. It's a nail in a lot of coffins. Right. Really. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, oh, we get another Diane chapter and here we go. Here we go. Opens up one more opens up with her recapping or recounting a raid that her and the team, uh, had done in the name of Atlas to get a bunch of weapons. And yeah. after that, she goes to meet up with Atlas and she kind of catches him out of character. It's weird. Isn't yeah. It? It's, it felt a little weird. Like he's, he's talking, uh, is he even talking? What is it that she finds him doing? She's it, cause it's not about his voice. Yeah. He seemed to be recording an audio diary of his own. After a breathless moment, he was no longer a stranger. She hadn't recognized him at first. Something 
the cold, cynical expression on his face, and that sneering voice talking of long cons made it seem impossible he could be anyone but Frank Fontaine. Yeah, like, through the plastic surgery and through everything, she sees that it's Frank Fontaine. Yeah. It just, it's a little weird. It's just kind of like, it's like, I don't know. It's, I, it just, it was, it was an odd uh, way of having her recognize him. Yeah, I, I think that it's kind of, um, the, these couple paragraphs are, are written, it's almost like a little bit sloppy in the way it's written. I think it needed to be clearer that she walked in on him talking in Frank Fontaine's voice. It's right. not, that's not clearly said. Her, they, well, they focus so much on her, on the on physicality. The physicality. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's weird. There. I think that the, that paragraph could have used another pass uh, for, for clarity. But anyway, she recognizes yeah. that it is. So he starts talking to her in Atlas's voice and then he knows. They discuss, fuck he's it. fuck it. I know, you know, you know, mm-hmm. he starts talking in the, in uh, Frank Fontaine's voice, turn this oh, off, yeah. you know? <laughs> and, um, yeah, uh, he basically says, yeah, it's all lies, you know, whatever. And then he kills her. <laughs> kills the shit out he of her. kills the shit out of her. He, just, he stabs her. <laughs> like, that's a good, yeah. It's like so quick too. It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. Okay. Um, yeah, it's all lies. Yeah. Well, I mean, and he just stabs her right in the heart and it just continues about his day. <laughs> right. Well, that tells you everything you need to know. Like, we've seen it time and time again with Fontaine. The moment he re- goes, oh, okay. Well, yep. There you go. I yeah. can't use he, you. Anymore. He doesn't dither uh, in no. making these decisions. <laughs> no. Yeah. He, there's this, like, it's time to kill that. Whereas chicken. Andrew Ryan is like, what would a great man do? Right. They would not do what the man in Washington wants them to do. And then Andrew Ryan has like a a flow chart of like, well, if that is what the man in Washington would do, that would not be what a great man does. So I can't do that. And Frank Fontaine, meanwhile, is like, like while he's doing that flow chart, Frank Fontaine is just walking by whistling like with a with a sack full of gold that he took from Ryan's <laughs> desk, <laughs> shooting random passerbys. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and like and then, but then Ryan does have his occasional moment where it's like, check the flowchart. I want to see if the man in Washington would strangle his conniving baby mama. <laughs> yes, and he goes off and strangles. <laughs> Because even Andrew Ryan gets a moment in the sun now and then. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, the next the next section is um, Bill has Bill has decided that the first part of his plan, his little escape attempt, um, he can't like he can't just leave right. right. He can't just leave Rapture in the way it is without actually um uh without actually doing uh anything to ryan so he's gonna kill ryan this is well yeah and it's kind of like it's they 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 hold that card close to the i thought at first maybe like he was going to have one last confrontation yeah right talking him into it and like because he talks about like if if this works out 
then I will stay behind and help you build Rapture while my kid and wife go back above, you know, to the service world and all that stuff. So I thought at first I was like, you fucking idiot. What are you doing? Like, you've done this a million times. How many times does he have to disappoint you? But yeah, then it becomes pretty clear his plan is to kill the dude. Right. And if he kills him, then he's going to, if, if this works out, then he's going to stay behind and try to rebuild the place. Right. Yeah. Which. Why? why? Just, I, just, just cut and, and run at this point, Bill. You got a, man, you got yeah, a family to good. think about and you've already, right. you've already not helped so many people. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> You've 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 already just ignored so many hurt people. Let's Sullivan's just like, on. I'm going to kill myself. And Bill's like, you know what? Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Hope everything works out with your struggle. Bye. Bye. You know, just leaves. And then, uh, yeah. So now this is this is the moment. So he's going to try and do this. He he basically, you know, everyone trusts him. He doesn't have any trouble trouble uh, getting a private audience with Ryan. Yeah. Um, so he goes in there. Uh, and uh, he's gonna kill him, and uh, and he can't do it. Brian and Ryan do it. busts out this good old chestnut. A man chooses Classic. Bill. A slave obeys. Choose, kill me, or obey your cowardice and run away. Which it's one of those it's one of those things where like you listen to it's like choose to kill me or obey your cowardice and you're like oh honey that's a bit of a stretch like, can't like, he also just choose not to kill you yeah not not that's not really you don't have to work your little phrase into everything mm. that's not really how it works okay never mind so bill can't shoot him uh and ryan attacks him uh with his with his walking stick uh and bill uh, instead, like knocks him out with the butt of his gun. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Bill's like, "Yeah, there. you know what? I just got to go." Yeah, screw this. I'm not gonna kill you, but I don't have to leave you conscious. <laughs> uh, so he he gets the hell out to go meet up with the other escapers. Now is the moment. Time to get the hell out of Dodge. Now is the moment. Um, so basically, and they're escaping. Uh. A Saturnine, some random religious. Yeah, this was weird. Cultist. This was weird. Which uh, I'm surprised they didn't do a whole lot. Uh, Shirley didn't do a whole lot, uh, like bringing this up prior to this scene. Anyway, Elena is about no. to be sacrificed by this like Saturnine guy. <laughs> right. It's it's it's. Here's the thing. It's like yeah, Elaine and Sophie are being threatened by this this guy who's a part of a neo-pagan cult that has risen up in retaliation essentially of of no religion being allowed yeah. down there which is in it in and of itself a very cool idea right i i think that's a cool idea the idea that if you do not allow people to have religion they're gonna have yeah, it yeah, yeah, extra yeah. hard and it and it's not gonna be a a, a a cool live and let live religion. They're going to go super um, hard into that religion. They're going to, yeah, they're going to, they're going to go, let's mummify people in the ball. Fucking death uh, cults. Exactly. When I say paint put, my face, when I say blue. put the body in the mosh, <laughs> you the put body the body in the mosh. In the mosh. <laughs> and, and it's, it, I hear so having said all that, I think it's a cool idea, but what the fuck, man? Why are we introducing new cool ideas? ideas and new, 
We are we, we are, are a, ten we, pages have, away from the end of the book. I have as many fingers <laughs> as we have pages left, and you're introducing new concepts. We don't have time for that. There's there's no time. There's for no this. time. Um, Especially if Bill just comes up and he just kill he kills, kills him. him. It's and over. it's over. And they're like that was close, and they're running away. <laughs> right. It's and it's so I was befuddled by. I could have cut now, that scene. <laughs> You've played Bioshock yeah, too. Yeah. Is, that, are, is that a thing in in Bioshock two? What the? Oh, uh, I haven't. Center. I haven't finished Bioshock two, so I don't. I don't remember them in Bioshock one. No, they're uh, definitely not in my. The only thing, the only enemies you have in Bioshock one are the Splicers and um, the Splicers, the Big Daddies, and the right. Automatons. Um, right. So. Right. So, well, if, if, yeah, if you guys, if you guys listening, no, no where these guys came from hit us up on Twitter and let us yeah. know. Uh, because I, I don't remember this. I don't understand the point of right. it, but suddenly we're kind of in an action scene where everyone's running from splicers uh, in order to uh, get to the, uh, to the lighthouse to get to the escape point. Uh, so yeah, everyone's being, you know, it's a lot of dodging and weaving and jumping and running and it's shooting the Metroid and, and countdown. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. We got a good old fashioned the, Metroid. You got to escape in the next two the minutes. Post, this is the post mother. Brain mother brain has been countdown. has been killed. But in this case, yeah. it's Andrew Ryan and he's only unconscious. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's good. It's it's good. It's a good action. Scene. It, it's uh, we just don't need to belabor too much on it because it is what it is. Yeah. Um, they finally get to the Ryan statue at the lighthouse. Yep. Uh, they're and, they're uh, up, are, uh, up up in the air basically yeah they're they are they are on their way out they're so close they can almost taste daylight and suddenly they are just surrounded by guards yeah uh you know you're you're surrounded by uh karlovsky and uh and the Kar- others, karlovsky and the cavendish rest. and redgrave no. to be specific and roland yes. wallace has been captured already and he was yeah. the other part of of Bill's plan and escape. Roland Wallace is all bound up and and uh, you know, so um, and they and they make an interesting note here. And I don't remember if this is mentioned in the book uh, up until this point, but uh, they they you know they they basically say they're like don't you you don't you don't you don't think you're the only person who's tried to escape. This isn't the first time. And, <laughs> yeah, everybody who's tried to escape basically is a big daddy. Now. Yeah. That that's where they were getting their supply of men for the big daddies, uh, which I thought was a really interesting yeah. touch. Anyone who's tried to escape is a big daddy. Um, and basically we get a uh we get some persuasion checks here. Right. <laughs> Bill rolls for persuasion. Right. We get we get some serious <laughs> end of game fallout New Vegas. Uh can I beat this entire game if I've maxed out with persuade? just just unlocked dialogue? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And good news for both counts. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You you can yes, talk you can. your way through it if you want. Um, Absolutely. It's a good game. So good game. he doesn't uh, he doesn't he's not able to quite save himself, but no. it does. And this is a nice uh, payoff for something that happened earlier in this section where Bill had had Redgrave and Karlovsky over for uh, Christmas. Christmas, yeah. And they were they were just, it was a nice bonding moment. And um, 
Cavendish wasn't there. Cavendish is kind of a piece of shit. Um, right. Basically, Bill talks them, Redgrave and Karlovsky, into like, let let my my family go. We'll come with you. Um, and Cavendish is like, nah, that's not going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. And then I think, was it Karlovsky shoots Cavendish in the head? Karlovsky just goes, fuck that, and shoots Cavendish. <laughs> Basically, it's like, I, fuck him. I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to kill this motherfucker for a right. while. This is fine. Yeah, okay, fine. We don't, you know, because they say, they say, you know, Ryan, Ryan wants Bill and Wallace. He didn't say shit. He about the wife yeah the he didn't say anything about about uh elaine and uh sophie so um so elaine pleads pleads but it basically the the final deal has been struck bill and roland yeah. wallace are going to go with redgrave and uh, karlovsky and elaine and the daughter are going to go off and yeah. and uh and escape um yeah so they yeah, base and uh it's 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 a really, you know, one of those dark kind of ending moments here where um you know, basically the guards they you know, Karlovsky and everything, you know, they 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 tell him I think we'll give you a quick death. You deserve that yeah. much. We're going to give you a quick Yeah, he was death. supposed to crucify Ryan, him. Right. Right. And Ryan but Ryan Ryan had sent them, you know, and he's because he couldn't stand to watch yeah. him. He, he he couldn't stand to watch him die. And uh, Bill says uh, he must be gloating, must be laughing his ass off right now. Uh, and it's uh, and uh, Karlovsky says, yet he understands better than you think. Karlovsky said a lot of these others out here. He watched them die, but he can't be here for this. He told me he couldn't stand to watch you die, Bill. Not good friend like you. Bill smiled. He never heard the gunshot that killed him. That's a wrap on. It's a wrap on Bill, Bill McDonough, our yeah, our protagonist for the most part. Um, yeah, probably has the most point of view chapters in the book. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd call him our our book's protagonist yeah. without a question. And we have um basically, but we're not we're done. not done. Yeah, we, yeah it's not this, over. This and this scene is more or less an epilogue. Um, yeah, basically, I would say so. basically, uh, Sophie and Elaine. Uh, ha- they escaped. They went to New York. Um, mm-hmm. and Sophie has basically they're they're just Elaine is taking Sophie to therapy because Sophie has <laughs> has some psychological tra- uh, trauma from living in Rapture. Yeah, she's terrified of a sky. Yeah, you know she's never she's known never known a sky. it. Yeah. That's I thought that was a great touch because I was like, yeah, of course she wouldn't. Like, fuck the memories of like your dad being chased away and splicers chasing stuff like that. You've never known what sky looks like. You, of course you're, yeah. you know, fucked yeah, up. exactly. So yeah, they, they've, she's, she's never known a world without rapture. Uh, and it ends with the shrink, uh, carrying Sophie outside so they can have a walk. Yeah. So that, uh, so you get, you get a feeling that, Bill made the right call. It feels like, at least to me, the 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 note that the book ends on is it feels like at least Sophie and Elaine are going to yeah. have some semblance of a normal yeah. life. Um, Sophie says uh, to her mother, um, it's nice out here. It just goes on and on. And you know what? What? I think daddy would have liked this. Yes, Sophie, Elaine said, just managing not to cry. Yes, love. Yes, he would have. And that is the end of Bioshock Rapture.
Bioshock Rapture. So, Kevin, what you think of Bioshock Rapture? It's good. I think I, uh, so when we were in the uh, Christmas episode or Game of the Year episode, we were listing our books of the year, kind of the yeah. order. Um, yeah, you hinted I, I think at, I said that, things. I think I initially, I had slotted Rapture as number one. I think I'm busting it back down to number two now that I had a little bit more time to think about it. Um, mm-hmm. And Halo, Halo Fall of Reach is number one still. So one of the things that I'll say is that this book, it's trying to do a lot of heavy lifting for Bioshock 2. And Uh it would have been a better book with the entirety of the Bioshock 2 subplots eliminated because none of them actually pay off in a meaningful way in the pages of the book. Um, you, cause you have lamb, right. And she is the antagonist for Bioshock two. Um, lamb for the most part disappears at the beginning of the third act. Yes. She escapes Persephone yes. and then it's like, Oh, but there's Atlas now. And all the attention is now on Atlas. Um, I think sure would have made for a thinner kind of a leaner book, but I think it would have been a tighter experience if it was just mm-hmm. focused on, the specific events leading up to Bioshock one. Um, I, I think, I think that your point actually points towards a bigger problem with the overall way the book was written, at least to me. And hold on. It's, it's not even that it's a problem. It's just that this book, it's the difference between this book being a prologue to the games versus it being a self-sufficient novel. Um, and, and because they do that same thing with several, uh, threads, uh, with Bioshock one, sure. You know, uh, Tenenbaum just drops off, yep. uh, you know, uh, uh, Bill, Bill, at least with uh, a full novel, uh, you know, if that was just, if it was just Bill, that would have made some sense, yeah. you know, as an ending that I liked because that like Bill you know, has when, complete closure. Like his character arc is yeah. totally finished. You hear a lot of it's sealed. You hear a lot of his audio diaries in Bioshock one. You hear, a, mm-hmm. a, you hear a lot from Bill, but as a character arc, totally done. It's sealed within the pages yep. of this book. Yep. And you can, and you can read this book. I believe you can read this book without having played the first Bioshock and then play Bioshock and be shocked and surprised by uh, the the content in the, in that um, yeah you know it it doesn't give too much away there are lots of Easter eggs there are lots of sure. hints but there's not as much winking to the crowd as 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 there could have no been. no so, it could have been full yeah, of Easter eggs um, I also think there it could have been like yeah and yeah there was just some there's just some little streamlining issues that that could have been done like I love. Like every scene was good. Everything was well written. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's such a it's such a well written book. book. But then when you finish it in retrospect, yeah, as you said, a lot of threads just become like dangling and frayed out there rather than nice, yeah. nicely finished and tailored together. Uh, it's not a complete tailored picture by the end. Um, and I think that's part of the problem that you and I are going to run into again and sure. again. We have already because this the whole premise of this show is we're doing video game novelizations and that sort of thing. Um, So is it fair to judge the book 
uh, in that way. Yeah. You know, when the whole purpose of the book is to serve as um, a a a part of the whole, right. essentially. It's not meant to be this, an independent this thing. This is part, this is Bioshock Zero for the, for the most part, right. this book. Right. Um, so is it, are, are we being unfair by, uh, by, by hoping that it will tie up those loose ends in the way that an independent, a book independent sure. of a franchise like this right. would? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I think, I think it's, I think it's fair to bring up it's, at very it's least. It's fair to talk about. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, I don't think it necessarily is the, um, it's not a, and, and it's not a massive critique. I think oh, I only no. slide it down because compared to Halo, the fall of reach. So Halo, the fall of reach is different well, because in my mind, because it is part of a continuing story, but it's like, it does what it says on the tin. If you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, this is like the, it, it has, it is a complete package reach yes. falls if at you- the end. Yes. You don't necessarily. If you want to. Yeah. If, if you want to continue. you want to talk about. You can. Right. But you don't have to. Yeah. But you don't have to. Exactly. If you want to talk about a session zero, if you will, book. Sure. Um, versus a sealed, uh, uh, complete uh, adventure from start to finish with no need to continue on. Uh, Halo Fall of Reach would absolutely be the yeah. one that we've read so far that. That, that does both is able to do that. Perfectly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're even, right. You're even Resident right. Evil, um, uh, the, the first book we re- ever read, Resident Evil, uh, unnecessarily even un- introduces some plot, yeah. some weird threads into it that's like, well, this continues on. Be like, you didn't need that. Um, right. It, and right. obviously, we're, we're going to dive back into the Resident Evil verse, book, book of verse. Um, Oh, I, I, I wouldn't let us, I wouldn't let us leave it yeah, at that. Uh, eventually, <laughs> we'll probably even read uh, the, the original novel uh, that S.D. Perry wrote at some point that the, the, the original novel, which is in between one and two, I want to say Caliban Cove. <laughs> that would be, uh, that would be the next one in the yeah. series. So yeah. Um, yeah, which is not based on any game. Um, no, now that's, I'm, uh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, that'll be a, prepare. that'll be a, an interesting test to see what is based how the writing style shifts when it's not based yeah. on uh ex- an existing plot absolutely um, i think i think overall though when, when you're when you're looking at this book i mean shirley is a fucking good good writer, writer. A good writer did the franchise justice yep didn't baby anything and also didn't over egg the pudding. No. Uh, like I said, there weren't a lot of, there weren't as many winks to the audience as you could do. Uh, he was very restrained in that. Uh, ex- it explains a lot of things. Sure. It gives you a little background, a lot of things, but also uh, creates its own uh, world right. in that sense. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't completely beholden to, uh, the first game for every little right. thing uh, like you can run into with some of these, right. uh, but doesn't go so far off the rails that you're like, wait, what the fuck? This doesn't make sense no. the way that the latter uh, Bloodborne. Yeah, uh, no, they, they, those read. those were just senseless. And and um, it's also just and, they, and it didn't matter that they were in the Bloodborne. Universe. No, it didn't. It It's just that the Bloodborne was uh, was a backdrop for it rather than. 
Right. Um, right. And it's um yeah. Well written, well visualized. I really felt mm. like I could see I think maybe having played Bioshock recently helps, but I I, I thought he did a tremendous job uh generating raptures visuals in the mind's eye um i couldn't agree and um but but sorry i was just (laughs) i was i i i I, my adhd mind uh got to thinking about what's happening next and i was looking for something Um, I was prepping. Uh, by the way, I don't think it, 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 I forgot to mention it when we when we crossed it. At one point, um, one of the characters is uh, I believe it's Steinman is is humming a song from the Ink Spots. Uh, yes, which, the Ink Spots, which absolutely. is a band um, from the 1940s um, mm-hmm. that uh, was popularized again in the early 2000s uh, by Fallout. Uh, yes. So uh, late nineties, early two thousands, because I think in, it was a fallout one. Uh, the game starts with one of the ink spot songs. Does um, it really? I, didn't I know think that. it does. Yeah. Um, oh, awesome. uh, and then there's, I never played the original fall. Really? Uh, so I, I need, I know I need to sit down and play hmm. those. Hmm. I'm surprised yeah. there's no Fallout books. Anyway, we're off topic now. I am too. Um, there's only one. There. This is it. This is the only Bioshock yeah. book. There are some some fan fiction books that have gotten published to Amazon Kindle somehow. One that about the Big Daddies or something like that. Which how is that? How is that allowed? To yeah, happen? I don't. I don't know um, how that that gets on there. Although that might make for a fun thing yeah. later. But, <laughs> but frankly, at this point, the Bioshock. Uh, uh, universe is basically shut yeah, down. Yeah, it's basically dead. I, uh, for the foreseeable we're probably future. not going to see any further further development. So uh, that's pretty much a wrap on Bioshock until we hear uh, until we hear otherwise. Until we hear otherwise. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what though we we did you know we we gave this some thought, ladies and gentlemen, and and Kevin and I both agreed that uh, in future for for future. Uh, installments now in the year of 2022 we've decided that in between franchises here in between these longer books we're going to have a little bit of one shot goodness for you so we can ease our way back into that uh, back into something much meatier uh and uh, so kevin uh, what what is it that we're going to be uh, reading next? Uh, well our one shot next is yeah. is going to be the the novelization of the Capcom classic Mega Man Two. Mega Man, Mega 2. Man Two. Hold on, that's what I was looking for. Uh, oh, where did you go? There you are. Oh, Phil actually has it. If you are watching this, uh, the video version of this podcast, Phil is holding up the actual Worlds of Power Scholastic publication. Of Mega Man Two, Mega Man with, Two by FX Nine by, F, by the seminal author uh, uh, FX Nine. Their work is totally in some literary canon somewhere. Absolutely, um, FX Nine written in. Let's see, this came out in nineteen ninety. Oh wow, which is like three years yeah. after M- Mega Man Two came out. I want to say, uh, yeah, give or take. Ish. Uh, so. 
It's a it's a slim volume. It's written for kids, uh, which uh, it's even got game hints. In oh, here. so uh, we will uh, we will have to really. I, I feel like we're gonna really enjoy. Yeah. This one. So we're gonna do we're gonna do a single episode on that. Um, yeah. And uh, and then beyond that, who knows? Who knows? You'll have to come in and listen and find out. Hard subject to change. Oh, but we've got a whole damn year ahead oh, of us. So we've much. We've got a schedule. We have my a friends. schedule, you guys. Oh, and we got some. We got some real, real good books. We got. Some, up we for got you, some so goodness. So uh, make sure that you you uh, rate us five stars. Uh, follow Please. us on your favorite podcast platform. Share us. Absolutely. Share us with your friends and family. That is honestly that is the best way to help a podcast grow is is just share share the podcast. We we don't have uh, there's not much in the way of podcast SEO. It's it's a lot of word. Right. It's a lot of word of mouth. So we uh, we need you to share. If you like our stuff, um, share us with somebody else who you think might like our stuff. And that's that's all there is to it. Um, yeah. And until next time, uh, we'll we'll catch you later. Have a good night. Bye.